Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So now, we have Michigan squaring off with Washington. And once again, Washington getting four and a half points against Michigan. Total of 55 and a half over at BetMGM. We now have this line posted. So, Kate, do you feel like this line is too high? Because that was my first reaction was, oh, we're doing this again. We're giving Washington four and a half points. We're doing this. Oh, okay. Looks like I'll be taking the bait. Yeah, I think this is way too high, but this is what we've seen all season. Washington getting a little disrespected in the market, and that's kind of what's fueled them to this point. I mean, they've talked a lot about how they've used the whole underdog role, kind of our underdog mentality to motivate them and and prove people wrong, and they're going to have another chance to do that. Uh, on Monday in the national championship game. But uh, yeah, I would grab Washington at four and a half right now. Uh, the way this passing attack is, and I mean, Michigan early in that game against Alabama, they were able to get to Jalen Milrow, but that stopped at halftime. And they, you know, second half, it wasn't the same story. If they can't get to Penix, like Penix is going to have a field day against uh, this mission Michigan secondary. So it's up to, to watch to Michigan rather their defensive line to put a lot of pressure on Penix. But if they're unable to do that, then I don't see a path in which Michigan's able to slow down the Huskies. So I would have to, yeah, take Washington all day. I would even take Washington on the money line. I think they win this one. I hope so. I'm kind of rooting for chaos uh, because the matchup against Jalen Milrow is so different than the matchup against Michael Penix Jr. 
And think about the last play in overtime for Alabama, which it looked like they pretty much committed to Jalen Milrow just running it up the middle. Like, you're going to have to defend more than that when you're playing Michael Penix Jr. and company. It just feels like it is a lot harder to defend uh, a team like Washington in the red zone when you have so many good receiving options. And it should be noted that Michael Penix Jr. did scamper for a few yards in that game as well. So it just feels like a much tougher offensive matchup uh, for Michigan here. Do you think nerves will be a factor in the national championship game? Because that's one thing that kind of surprised me about the Rose Bowl game is that both teams, it feels like they looked nervous, which is surprising because it's Alabama and Michigan. It's not like these kids have never played in a big game before. But did you think there were some nerves showing in the Rose Bowl? There certainly looked like some early on. I mean, J.J. McCarthy is first drive of the game, and he almost gets picked when he hadn't thrown an interception or he had rather only thrown two interceptions in his last 10 games. First drive of the game and almost turns the ball over. So, yeah, and then with the special teams, like a lot of issues there, and maybe the confidence on that special teams unit is a little shaky right now. I, I would say that you saw much more nerves from that Rose Bowl game than you did the Sugar Bowl. Like Washington – uh, went out on that field without any nerves at all. And that's kind of how they've played all season because they are the underdog. Like they, they kind of play with that um, backs up against the wall, nothing to lose mentality uh, despite being, I mean, really good this season undefeated, but still kind of always in that underdog role that I don't think you're going to see many nerves from the Huskies. I think if anything, it's, it's Michigan because the stakes are, I mean, can you say the stakes are a little bit higher for them just because they were projected to be in, in the championship early on in the season? Like this is the best Michigan team that Jim Harbaugh has ever had. So for them to, to lose this national championship would be like a massive, massive letdown where Washington, if they lose, like it's still considered a great season, right? I mean, they weren't supposed to be here at the start of the year. They were supposed to be really good. Were they going to be national championship caliber good? Not as uh, high hopes on them as, as Michigan had. So I think, yeah, if you see any nerves in this championship game early on, it's likely to come once again from the Wolverines. Especially because their special teams was so bad in that game. And yeah. like you said, it's not like the special teams has been an issue all season long, but still that has to linger in their minds when, you know, the stakes are even higher in the national championship game. It doesn't feel like it's going to get easier. I felt like this was a good indicator of how low the market has been on Washington and just how little hype that Washington has gotten when they were talking to the head coach of Washington, Kalen DeBoer. I don't think I've said his name on our show maybe more than once. Like, I think most people were watching this game, and I would not be shocked if most people had no idea what the name of Washington's head coach is. I feel like that's a team that's flying under the radar, and that is one great example of how you can kind of say, see, nobody knows about this team. Yeah, I mean, Caleb DeBoer and Michael Penix Jr., really both of them, like, all they do is win. 
And you're right. It's still not a team that's talked about a ton. I mean, I I, I forget the exact stat, but I, it's 20, 20 wins and two losses between uh, with the two of them at Washington over the last two seasons. So like they don't lose football games and yet they're still kind of the team that isn't talked about much. And even if you look at the coverage last night between the Rose Bowl game and the Sugar Bowl game, and I know the Rose Bowl went into overtime, so it cut into the Sugar Bowl coverage a little bit, but that Rose Bowl game was hyped up so much more than that Sugar Bowl game. And that just kind of goes to show you have an Alabama-Michigan playoff game. Yeah, it's probably going to attract a few more eyeballs than a Washington-Texas because Washington's out in the Pac-12. People go to bed. They don't watch a lot of those games. Uh, But it was definitely reflective in a lot of the coverage that we saw of the two games because it was Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl everywhere. And the Sugar Bowl was kind of the the afterthought uh, of those two matchups. Yeah, usually in the sports betting world, those are the teams that you look for. The teams that are good, but people don't really realize it. And when we were doing like college football playoff odds earlier in the year, that's why I think a lot of us were looking at the Pac-12 and saying, hey, this is a conference that people don't really respect or watch. So maybe you can get some added value on a team coming out of the Pac-12. So here you go. Uh, Now it is Washington. But is there a case for Michigan here? Because we also need to take a look at both sides. And I will say there is plenty of room for improvement for Michigan, (laughs) namely on the special teams. If they can clean up some of those errors, this is still one of the best offensive lines in the country. And when they get that run game going with Blake Corum, they can be incredibly hard to stop. And like one of the ways that you stop a great offense that you're going against keep those offensive players off the field for as long as you possibly can. So is there a scenario in which you see Michigan winning this game? Because I think both of us are kind of sold on Washington, but just to entertain the other side of the coin, how does Michigan win this game? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at that, at that side if you're going to be betting any game is is mm-hmm. how does Washington lose this game? Like, what's the case in Washington losing this game? And that's a massive game by Blake Corum, Michigan's running back. I mean, uh, it, what, 118 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns yesterday. He now has the career rushing touchdowns record at Michigan with 56. Like, if you let Blake Corum loose, which Washington's defense has not been its strength this season, So if this is a lower scoring game where Washington's offense is contained a little, then I think Michigan certainly has uh, the advantage here because they're going to be stopping Washington. That means obviously, Um, and I'm not sure Washington's defense is going to be able to slow down uh, Blake Corum all that much. So I, I certainly think that there's a path for Michigan cleans up its special teams and kind of reverts back to how it has been in, in so good at taking care of the ball and not having many penalties and things like that. That's kind of been the Michigan team we've seen uh, thus far. And then 
in that first half, I mean, uh, what was it? Five sacks on Jalen Milrow in the first half yesterday. Like if that Michigan defensive line comes up uh, big in this one and, and kind of can kind of replicate that first half, I think Michigan certainly has a chance to win this game. Um, and maybe they win and, and, and Washington covers. Like, that's also a path, too. So, that, I mean, can't count out that um, that possibility. And then, yeah, in, in our chat here, time of possession, ball control, those are all things that Michigan can kind of uh, rely on to be in control of this game. Right. You keep the playmakers off the field. But I think mm-hmm. the other sabotage factor is, Look at how well Michael Penix Jr. and that offense played last night, and yet they still almost lost the game. Like, think about that for a second. Michael Penix Jr. threw for over 400 yards, but yet this game was decided in, like, the final minute. And it was up to the defense to make a play. And I will say they did, but like you said, this Washington defense has kind of been the soft spot for this team. So I think there is a lane in which Michigan wins and there's a reason that they're favorites. You know, they've been quote unquote, the, I don't even want to say that though. Like, do you think they've been the better team all all season long? Because in the eyes of the committee, Michigan has been higher ranked for most of the year, Mm -hmm. but do you think they've been the better team? It's hard to say that when Washington's ran the table. Michigan's schedule was a little soft this season. So I think you have to take that into account. But Washington also played a lot of one-score games down the stretch where they didn't look Mm -hmm. as dominant. So it's kind of how do you weigh those two factors of Michigan, maybe their schedule, Michigan looking more dominant because their schedule is a little softer versus Washington kind of um, squeaking by in a couple of those games. And I think that's probably why the Wolverines have the edge in terms of the committee's eyes. And I, I do think that this Michigan both offensive and defensive lines for Michigan have been some of the best that we've seen um, for the Wolverines in quite some time. I also think Jim Harbaugh showed yesterday, like he's going to be aggressive in these, the games, like he's, he's ready to go win this. I mean, fourth and what was it? Fourth and two um, with three timeouts left at the end of the game. And most coaches would punt and, and use their three timeouts, try and get the ball back, rely on their defense to do so. And um, and and then you know try and score a touchdown with a minute left. No, he was not about to do that. He was ready to go win that football game and that move. I mean, calling uh, fourth and two, and and not just giving the ball back to Alabama like that led to Michigan's touchdown, which um, tied the game. So you're seeing a very aggressive play calling with Jim Harbaugh, which I think is um, a, I mean a, a positive for this Michigan team, like. Sometimes it's good not to just have to play it safe. Until you run a flea flicker and it goes the wrong way. (laughs) Because there were some questionable calls, I will say, uh, from Michigan's offense in that game. So it wasn't all good. But some people have equated this Washington team to the TCU of this year. You know, a team that kind of gets hot, kind of comes out of nowhere. I don't think it's really the case. Because you look at Michael Penix Jr., he's not the same thing as Max Duggan. Like, one of these quarterbacks will go to the NFL, and it's not Max Duggan. So I don't see that kind of comparison holding up here. Like, I don't think there's a scenario in which Washington gets the break speed off of them. I do think they deserve to be here. I think it's more than just them winning close games, because I think that's where the comparison starts. You mention it. Washington has played in a lot of tight games, 
and the pendulum has gone in their favor. They've won all these games. Clearly, they're undefeated. So usually in sports, when you have a game that wins a, or a team that wins a lot of close games, eventually the pendulum will swing the other way. And we saw that with TCU last year uh, in the national championship. But do you think that's the case for this Washington team, that their luck's going to run out? No, because I don't think they're winning base. I don't think it's been luck. They they have a number of NFL players on their roster mm-hmm. right now, and that's why their offense has been so good. Um, no, I don't think that this is a team that's relying on luck. Plus, they have played in a lot of really close games this year, which maybe is going to benefit them in this game. If it's close down the stretch, I might trust Washington a little bit more than Michigan because Washington has been there this year in playing all of those one-score games. So I think, if anything, and maybe I'm sounding like totally biased on Washington because I have loved them all season. Um, But there's a lot of positives on this Huskies team that I think they're getting a little disrespected with this line. I think it's fine because I think we're going to see a lot of bias going the other way. You know, when you see the big media names talking about Mm -hmm. Michigan, we all know Desmond Howard is going to be all over. Michigan's going to win, but of course uh, he went to Michigan. So I think it's fine, and I think it's warranted. This is not a lucky Washington team. This is a good Washington team. So I think both of us initially will be taking the points in the national championship game. We'll see how it unfolds. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com SportsFan and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. A bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.